0: On today's episode of the Routerflex podcast, a super fun exciting topic for you. Crisis management, turnaround management. Okay, I'm just joking. It's not fun, right? It's kind of sucks to do it. Scary, etc. Had a friend of mine reach out to me recently. He said, "Hey Steve, we're about to go through a turnaround here at the company. Can you give me some quick, you know, pieces of advice, etc." So I spent some time with him gave him four things that popped into my head pretty quickly. I wanna share those with you. There are a lot more than four, right? I mean, there's thousands of companies out there that specialize in turnaround management. There's books, essays, articles. I mean, holy cow, you can pull up all kinds of information on it, right? But because I led a company through a turnaround in 08 and 09, and I've actually done several crisis management projects this friend of mine, he knew I had some experience at it. So he just called and got some quick advice. I want to share with you what I told him. These four things are the, the, the first set of uh, ideas I gave him. Like I said, a lot more than this. I'm not even sure these are the top four, quite frankly, but wanted to give these to you. Just in case you happen to be faced with a situation where you're in a company on the leadership team, or maybe you're even the owner or the manager and it's crisis management time due to the COVID situation affecting your revenue, etc., so number one, first thing I told him was this: cash flow management. I recommend that you have your accountant or your CFO or whoever watches the money, right, pays the bills, etc., produces the budget. Have that person bring you a six to eight week cash flow forecast, which means they have to project sales, plug in uh, routine expenses, etc. Have them bring you that cash flow, then take 10% off the top line revenue number and push it back to them and make them manage the expenses to that new revenue number that you just reduced. (laughs) That's tip number one. Why do I say that? Because when you're in a crisis management situation and you're asking your sales leaders to give you a new projected number, uh, quite often they're not going to uh, keep it real. (laughs) <laughs> right they're not they're not going to say hey boss it's really going to suck and we should probably plan on super tough times so whatever number you get back when you get that cash flow back just wipe 10% off the top line or maybe even more than 10% and then reduce your expenses to that new revenue projection number 2 expense review by line item have every business leader or segment leader or branch manager whatever terminology you use have them all bring you their expenses by line by line item and have them suggest to you what can be cut out altogether or what can be reduced now when I say by line item I mean by line item that means not just uh, office supplies but paper towels coffee napkins dish soap whatever I mean, have them break it down super specific. Have them bring that to you. Again, have them show you what can be cut out altogether and what can be reduced and how they're going to do that. Now, in addition, incentivize them ahead of time. Tell them, just say, hey, look, Sally, bring me your expenses by line item. Show me how much you're going to save. And I tell you what I'll do. If you actually save it, if you actually execute that, I'll give you 10% of it back as a bonus. Yeah, you heard me right. Incentivize the business leaders to cut expenses and then give them something back if they actually execute it. Example, if Sally cuts $10,000 out of her budget, I'm happy to give her $2,000 back and save the $8,000 and so forth, okay? So that was number two. Number three, overhead reduction. Um, Some specifics here. Most of you going through crisis management or turnaround management are going to have to lay some people off. Most of the time, that's part of it, right? When you're deciding who to keep and who to lay off, I really encourage you to keep potential over specialists. What do I mean by that? Uh, Let's say Mary and Fred are in the same department and... Fred's skill set for that particular task are slightly stronger than Mary's, but Fred's capped out and I know Fred can never move up or take on more responsibility or do anything different in case I need Fred to wear a different hat, but Mary can, i probably keep Mary and let Fred go. Always keep potential because when you have to reduce staff, people are going to have to do things outside their comfort level or beyond their job description, right? they're going to have to wear more hats, do different things. You need people that are flexible, um, that have potential, that can scale out and do more things, etc. So potential over specialist when it comes to looking down the list of people and checking names off the list that are going to be laid off. Next, by the way, one more thing on that potential people also have room to move up uh, in in title, uh, etc. Right. So it's just, it's always good to to keep people with potential in in these situations. You might have some short-term pain because Fred knew how to do the job better right away. So for, for the first two weeks, Mary screws up that particular tactical item. But later on, Mary ends up being a VP for you, better you kept her. Final piece of advice for this episode. And again, I mean, this could be like a four hour conversation, right? I mean, there's novels and novels and novels written about this stuff. But fourth piece of advice I gave was this. If you're in a business where the original founders are involved or family members involved and they've been in charge since the beginning and now they're about to go through their first ever crisis management or turnaround situation. Here's my advice. Remove them. <laughs> Remove as in ask them to stay out of the building, stay out of the way, go you know, on vacation, go somewhere, but when you start to get out the knife and slash expenses and let people go they really like and make drastic changes that are going to be a blow to their ego, they really just need to be gone. <laughs> they can't be around because they're just going to make it difficult for you. You're going to want to let go of of Johnny and they're going to come to you and go, wait, well, but Johnny's been with me from the beginning. I really love Johnny. Yeah, no. No you're going to want to change distribution, right? And they're going to say, yeah, but I, you know, we have such a great relationship with the other distribution partner and I don't want to mess up. No, (laughs) so get the founders and the original family members out of the way. You'll give yourself a much better chance to actually make really tough, hard decisions and make them fast, okay?